0: Roper, don't <laughs> in, interrupt me I don't know, are you starting today Shh, sh- or am I starting? Sh- 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 Welcome to the Pop Punk Emo Supremo po- 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 Podcast Woo-woo. And you know what, we're gonna feature the two same people that we feature every week That being Roper Yo And myself, Hunter Yo Um, we got A fucking episode for you. Boy Dewey. Um, it's uh I'm really scared to see how long it is, but I am really excited because uh we have a couple different things regarding this episode. Yeah. First and foremost, what we're listening to has been moved to social media. It's moved. Now you guys can have a little bit of break, a little bit of lesser long podcast, which we did not feature very well at this episode, but we do promise you. That we'll get there. They're going to get shorter. They're going to get more easily consumable. Yes. Um, and then Fridays on social media, you guys can check out. uh, We'll probably put a link, and if the social media allows us, like Facebook will allow us, we'll put an actual video where you can listen to what we've been listening to. Yeah, which is cool. So that way, you know, helps us engage with you guys. We want to hear what you guys are saying and thinking about, like what we're listening to, and we want recommendations. We want. All this shit So That'd be cool If you get that to us Please Um We have an interview today With uh Henry of Keep Flying Being the Lead vocalist And rhythm guitarist Super cool fucking dude uh, just had a very long
1: in-depth conversation about their newest record, Survival Yes, we go, That's nice. we go track by track on that whole EP and it's really interesting
0: Yeah, it's, it's fucking fun, dude Yes um, And then, last but not least, we always do our up-and-coming band of the week Of the week um, So, Rope Dog, let's jump into this interview Let's do it All right, everybody. We have Henry here from the band Keep Flying, um, who has graciously given us his time. He's got he's got his uh, what's it called the lighter and the sky in the concert kind of a fucking deal.
2: So I just I just uh, it, as a performer, it's important to make an entrance, and I don't have a lot. Of money. So I figured this was the most flashy of uh, props in front of me.
0: I mean, it works for me. I'm not going to fucking doubt you there. I uh, honestly, the best one we've had. Most people just kind of sit there and wait. Yep. <laughs> so you fucking ahead of the league, my dude.
2: I, I'm I'm in performance mode. Oh I, hell yeah! I, I like to be.
0: Well, right. we got a couple questions for you to start off, and then we're going to jump into the songs off your new EP. Does that sound cool?
2: Let's yeah. Let's have a, a candid, open conversation. Let's let's really let's really get in there. That's how I that's how I like to do these things. Let's go.
0: All right. Cool beans, man. All right. Well, let's start the conversation off with what was your introduction? That's a
2: great question.
0: I'm kidding. He fucking startled
2: me. I was like, whoa, what happened? (laughs)
0: Um, What was your introduction to pop punk music? And I know that's not really your genre, but that's kind of what we go through here. I know you're kind of a part of the scene. Says who? Uh, fuck, I who, thought it was just decides, me.
2: Who decides what things? All right, okay, you know what? Now, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna throw this back to you and I'm gonna ask you, I have a pen too. I'm gonna ask you, what genre do you think I or we are? Man, that, it's. Know? It's hard
0: to say. I wouldn't say you're a ska band because you don't do any like upbeats like most on the rhythm guitar that most ska bands would do. I would call you pop punk with horns, but okay. that's just how I would describe you personally. Roper, right. what would you describe them as?
1: I would say about the same thing, probably pop punk with horns. and sure. yeah. yeah. All right.
2: You know, I just didn't want your question to be based off of, you know, of, you're basing it off of assumptions. And the assumption is that you know I think I think genre is, genre is over, man. You can call us whatever you want. Some people just straight up call us a scab in. Uh, that's totally cool. Um, some do, some don't. Whatever. Um, so, how did I get into pop punk? Is that your question?
0: Yeah, let's hit hit us off with that one.
2: That's such a that's such a broad question. I mean, you know, there's the there's the easy answer that everyone else has, which is I'm 31. So when I was in high school. That's when Sum 41 and Blink-182 and, and, and those bands were at their height, you know, newfound Found Glory, the, the, you know, the old standards. And looking back on it, that's probably, you know, your first, my first exposure to what we call pop punk. Um, I think that ultimately what drove me to create it uh, was uh, This Will Be the Death of Us by Set Your Goals. I think that record changed my life. Awesome. And I, I usually and in terms of the, the modern, let's call it the modern class of, of pop punk bands, or at least their class of pop punk bands, that's really what drove me into how I love it now. So um and want to create it. Like the same way that Cheer Up by Real Big Fish probably uh and only because I heard it first. I know that it's not the first real big fish record. This will be the death of us. So I set your goals probably is what made me want to create what I create now. Okay. Genre, so genre it's like a- by, I think genre is defined by the listeners. So if that's the box that, that at least for this conversation we're, we're putting us in, then yeah, I would say that was what that's the record to me.
0: Yeah, let's well, not put it in a box. I like yeah. your idea. I like where you're going with this. I think with especially there's so many. If you wanted to say, if you wanted to describe every band as a genre, you really have to mix so many different to like even get close to what is actually happening with the music. Or like that's kind of how I look at it. But. With you guys, it was a little more difficult because you guys do jump back and forth on uh, your certain sounds and tones. And like sometimes you're a heavier band. Sometimes you're a simple rock band. Sometimes you have an acoustic guitar, but there's always horns. And that's like what drew me to your music.
2: I've said several times uh, regarding what genre we are. I feel like it comes up a lot when I have interviews. So it's like, what is this? So I feel like I'm always kind of describing what it is. Um, I've said that I've always wanted to play my favorite band and my favorite bands, my favorite shows, my favorite uh, entertainment takes me to the full scale of everything that I want to feel. So like my favorite TV shows can make me laugh as easily as they make me cry. And my favorite bands can make me want to kill shit as much as they make me want to just sit down and and feel stuff. So, you know, it is important for me to play in a band that has range. And so not holding us to one, I don't want to say, we can play whatever genre we want at any moment, but at least holding ourselves to one expectation of what we should sound like, I think is, is a, is not a good idea. I think we we always try to strive to be like, let's do what we think is cool. And what's cool is to do everything. So yeah, even our, even even in the the we put out a new record called Survival. Uh, your listeners should listen to it if you can. Just take 19 minutes out of your day and check it out. Even in that 19 minutes, I, there's it, it, there's you know there's twists and turns. I think. I hope. I hope there is. Oh, that's, that's what right. I tried to do
0: man i goes. have so much to say about that record you have no idea
2: let's, all right let's go in did i segue
0: nicely i hope i did i mean yeah we definitely can we have some more questions do you want to skip oh, no, and get yeah, right no, to the no record? it's your show i'm sorry oh no uh, dude no, no. we're just dude it, this is just an open conversation just, we're having so much fucking fun yeah so but, just, it, but it's but it's cool we, we, no no <laughs> <laughs> Here, Roper, ask the next question. All right.
1: right. So, kind of piggyback, piggybacking off that last uh, question, who are some of uh, Keep Flying's biggest influences? Uh, well,
2: the cool thing about our band is that we each of us, each of us, are big personalities. Yeah, which is a great thing and a and a, a difficult thing sometimes for us. Not anybody, of you, not any of you guys, but like. It, it, we try to channel as much of what we're into As we can into all one thing nice. uh, For instance uh, It's like Less than Jake For your strong pop punky stuff Heavier with edge pop punk And hip hop music I guess nice. And then John Likes Weird Al and the Muppets And and <laughs> and Charlie Likes Fiddler and Green Day And uh, Pop and uh you know things of that nature uh peter peter likes uh <laughs> peter likes smoke perp and little pump and <laughs> um uh and, and other and good hip-hop too and um that was a dig but, you know, <laughs> and and devo that's this thing that's this cross-section oh, nice uh chuck chuck is chuck goes from like Penmento sadness to backtrack heaviness, and uh, who else is in our band? I don't remember. Um, hey. I said, Charlie John uh, yeah. Ricky, Ricky likes uh, dear landlord, I don't know. we We are influenced by past and present. i want to, I want us to be, you know, somehow current within the not too much in the confines of what people expect from a pop punk band, while also, Reaching into rock music in general And not being too pigeonholed Again, to take it back to what I just said It's hard for us to, it's hard for me to, to Pinpoint any certain thing
1: Yeah, I mean you gave us a pretty broad Spectrum of yeah, there's influences tons of So, yeah, that's very Cool, man Like
2: I mean, the, Influences meaning that we don't necessarily sound Like Smoke no. or Devo But those are, the, those are the things that Influence us to be The performers we are, whether it's on the Record or at the show's or in interviews it's yeah, just, absolutely. that's just what influences us influences us to be what we are which is a
1: band
0: yeah. hell yeah man you've actually listed tons of bands that I fucking really dig Um earlier you said some 41 and I was like oh I can definitely kind of take that influence I think I saw you guys play a cover of Fat Lip on YouTube one time and I was like hell yeah mm-hmm. was it Fat Lip or <laughs> I feel like it was Fat Lip I swear on my life there was you someone you that Huh? Yeah, keep, keep flying. flying that? I swear on my life, it was, um, it was a Sum Forty One song. I thought that was Fat Lip. Could be wrong. If I, I, mean, I find it and send it
2: to you, and you have deja I would, vu, I would love to see that. <laughs> uh, right now, I cannot remember. There was one time. We really don't do covers. It's not. It's not part of our thing yet. Mm-hmm. We. We want to in some, in some good, not lame way. We can never agree and see that's how different we are. We can't agree on what we should do as a, as a band. If we were to do like covers, we can't agree on it at all. It's been a five year stall on like we should just do one and it should be this. And then it falls apart. It never happens. But I think one time we drunkenly played all the small things. Like I, I think, I think it was like my birthday, And at the end of it, for some reason, we played all this. I think I don't know. I don't remember. It was for somebody. Somebody requested it. I think I don't know.
0: I mean, if Uh, you request all the small things, you have to
2: play it. (laughs) That's not true. I I, I would vehemently say no. I'll play. I, I I love. I would love to play any almost any Blink song that's not a single. I'm like sure. That's fine. Waggy. All right. You know, like don't make me play. You know, singles. I love hmm. if I ever do a cover, it'd be like a good deep cut. The only the only cover that I think we almost agreed on was playing uh, Not the Same by Body Jar. I don't know why. That was just the one. I don't think anybody knows that one. That's from Tony Hawk 3.
0: Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I've definitely been picked up on. I, that's the only song I know by Body Jar, but. Me too. <laughs> that's it.
2: The only one, which uh, is too bad because it's a really cool song. Yeah, I think I we got to do other stuff, but I just can't bring myself to do it. I don't know why.
0: I'm the same way, man. What about, all right. So I know that you guys kind of came from a uh, survey says, but what was the real yeah. origin story behind keep flying?
2: Uh, s- survey says uh, it was coming to a, coming to an end. We hit a wall um, for, for those who are not familiar, which is fine. Uh, survey says is the, is the ska band that I headed up for many years. Was it like eight years, nine years, something like that. And, uh, when that, uh, when that was ending, instead of having some kind of breakup, we didn't want to stop playing music. We just didn't want to keep doing it under that moniker and under what we were doing. We wanted to have a plan. Nothing about survey says was planned. Nothing. That's why it's spelled wrong. We didn't know what we were doing. It was like, well, how do we do this music band bullshit with a plan? Let's have a plan. Let's have a, let's have a marketing strategy. Let's have a branding. Let's have something that people can really sink their teeth into and really give this real thought. And and initially it kind of started as a name change, but then because of just all the differences that we wanted to make with it and, and not necessarily abandoned ska music, but just a sort of abandoned ska music, we wanted to it became a new band and the personnel changed too. It wasn't it initially, it was just going to be the same people with a different name and a different look, but it ended up being different people and a different, um, uh, just outlook and objective. Uh, that's where the, if I, if I may be self-indulgent, that's where the lyric for, uh, our song live together, die alone comes from. You had a funeral and birth on the same day, instead of announcing oh. the band breaking up and, then announcing a new band at the same time we put out the first EP as key flying and announced that survey says is dead. And that this is what we're doing rather than having some sort of ceremonious end to something and being either sad or however people wanted to feel about it. The 10 people that care would be like, you know, let's just see this, is what we're doing. Don't, don't worry about it. This is what we're doing. If you're on board, join us with this. If not, it's all good. And most people hopped on board, which is great. And, yeah. lo- and even better, there are some people that are that love Keep Flying that have no idea what survey says is. And that's even better. That's great.
0: It's a good transition. Although I have to say, with that being said, technically you guys do already have a cover out of uh, Misbehave. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I got you there. Right. right. Fair enough. Don't, don't piss off the talent, well, the original the, the, the
2: original songwriter said it was fine. <laughs> <Which ones? laughs> no big deal.
1: Well, with all that being said, like you said, you guys came from a ska band, so initially that's where the horns were yeah. added, right?
2: Yeah, we wanted to keep the horn element, you know. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with you know having some kind of having instrumentation that's not two guitars, a bass, and drums, you know. Yeah. And since we already had it, and it was something we understood and knew how to write and knew how to create and could work it in a way that wasn't bad, you know, why not just keep doing that? You
1: know? Yeah. I mean, it ended up being, like, a pretty sick concept, too, so it all worked out. <laughs> I'm glad
2: <laughs> you think
3: so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when you guys were touring and stuff, like, who are some of the bands that you love to, like, play with? Nominee is probably our best band friend.
2: We like to play with, with just... We really... I mean, you know, there's, there's bands that we got to open for that are bigger. That was, that's obviously one part of it. So you're, I mean, the last tour we did was with really efficient being at the kids table. And like, you know, if there's any tour that, that I could end my career on and more or less did that, you know, that would have been the one like I even, I probably, I probably said, you know, prophetically, that, well, if this is the last tour we ever did, that's fine. And then it was. <laughs> so I should probably use my powers for good instead of <laughs> instead of bringing forth a, a plague that has ended all of our musical careers. Okay. <laughs> um, But I mean, you know, there's there's the bands that are bigger that have taken the chance on us and took us out. And that's like Billy really Fish, Big D, Foyer Strong. Uh, who else have we played with? Is it State Champs? Not, not Oh, yeah, we did a tour of State Champs. That's right. I'm almost forgetting now. Um, real uh real friends took us out. Um, but then there's our band friends that are just are like really good people to have playing with us every day and make the uh the schedule and, and the, the touring aspect more fun. So nominee is probably our best friend, you know, our, our best friends. Bloom we play with all the time. Um Banded from Canada called, uh, they changed their name. They were called Harbor fortune Cove. Thank you. Uh, band called fortune Cove from Canada that we love to play with eternal boy from Pittsburgh, patent pending from Long Island, New York. Uh, these are, these are just friends that, cause you know, if, if you hang in there long enough, you all get to play with the same bands all the time. And if you're all relatively from the same area, you always run into each other. Um, i have not yet played with leaving warren but i but i've intention on. <laughs> dude
0: that made my whole fucking day dude man don't even don't even start all right well we got through the pre- the preliminary questions here i'm ready to get into this fucking ep i'm yeah. so excited to talk about it um it actually, we did a top five, uh, our top favorite releases of 2020, right? And I knew yeah. your guys' was coming out like in, towards mid to like late December. And I'm like, well, I'm not making my list till this EP comes out. And you guys made it. So I'm fucking super happy to talk about this. <laughs> All right.
2: cool. I, I'm, too, I'm so indulgent in talking about these songs. I, I, feel really, I feel really inappropriate and gauche as if I wrote like a great American novel.
0: I, I mean you might as well have, dude in my I, mind i don't I know i feel like i'm sucking your dick at this point but like i just really <laughs> fucking Mine, dig this great. record No tea. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and it's really it's it's you know this good it's you know and and moisture is important i feel like yeah. some people forget you know dry mouth is common so it, it's really you see it's, it's yeah. We know, we jumped too far into this
0: rabbit hole. I'm going to climb my
2: way back out. <laughs> yeah. I, I will take the bait at any cost, at any, any, any little bit you give me. I'm going to take and take it way too far. So, uh, point. So noted. This is where you're getting into. I don't know how to prep <laughs> this interviewers before I do it. You know? <laughs> hey, I'm I you don't You know what's going to happen
0: because neither do I. <laughs> That's true. All right, so no sexual innuendos. We've learned that. Let's jump into it. So the town falls asleep, right? Um. When I first kind of like read the titles of these songs, I'm thinking there's probably like a concept album there. Um, I'm not sure, so I'm excited to hear your response. But when we start off here, we just have like an instrumental, right? Had the saxophone, be the main star. So what was the, uh, and I know at the end, you also have kind of an outro that's mainly instrumentals and some talking over and what not. But what was the uh, inspiration behind that? What brought you guys to that conclusion to use that?
2: We wanted to do... Again, I feel like we always have, like, a master list of things we want to do. Like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if we did this? And, like, you know, for years, even in, like, Survey Says, we, you know, there's so many things we never got to do, even though we've, it felt like we did so much. And even key Flying feels like we do so much, but, like, there's so much, oh, we want to do this. Like I always wanted to do like instrumental songs. Like, I don't know how, like not necessarily even like a three minute instrumental song, but like, I knew that for a while I wanted to open instrumentally. Um, so that's what we did. And initially the, the, the two bookends of the album were like really, really similar. I mean, they there, I mean, there's the horn line reprises in both tracks, the, Chord progression is roughly the same in both. It's a different key, but it's, it was going to be a little more mirrored. It ended up being kind of – it's different. Um, but we wanted to do instrumental track, opening, outro, and the titles – my titles usually mean something. And in this case, the town goes to sleep and the town wakes up are two very common fr- – you guys ever played Werewolf? It's like a, like a, like a role-playing yeah. game. So, John is uh, a very good uh, moderator, so he runs the games. So, he introduced me to the game, and he's like the guy who's running the show. Think of a DM in, in, in D&D, Dungeons & Dragons. You're dealing with some real nerd shit right now.
0: <laughs> We're fucking in it
2: ourselves. You're good, dude. So, so um, in this game, there's you're, you're in a giant circle there's one guy talking primarily and you're all either uh, a a, a villager or some of you are different monsters like werewolves it's your job as the villagers to point out who is the werewolf who's not everybody's kind of lying if you're a werewolf you're not supposed to just come out and say you're supposed to lie um and it's throughout a, a span of fictional days so when you're asleep uh the town goes to sleep that's what he says everybody covers their eyes they're asleep and that's when the werewolves come and kill everybody that's not really part of the song, but that's a very common phrase in the game. And I kind of took the nature of being asleep and being awake and kind of shoehorned it into several of the songs. Um, because I've, while this record is, was, was written over the course of actually three years, um, I've felt like I've just kind of been drifting through my own life without really being conscious of what I'm doing. Um, Through a lot of You know There's been a lot of tragedy There's been a lot of uh, Things out of my control There's been a lot of things In my control That have gone wrong And um, Putting me in a state Of almost just Just drifting through it Like just being Just going through the motions Even even being in the band Like uh, so many things Have taken me away From my own roles In the band That it ultimately And thank God for it The band has made it So pretty much I just have to show up you know and like whereas before i was making decisions I, I was being creative with them but there'd be times when i just i can't dedicate the time to it and that also uh applied to a lot of other aspects of my life and so the idea of sleep really rang through my head and it, it kind of carries into fire sale which is the next song and the song before the ending uh, it's that that's the, the an overarching theme it's not really a, a concept record but that's like maybe a a repeating arc story arc for your hero. And, um, that's, uh, and I, I took the idea of that game, which is a game about surviving and kind of shoehorned it into what was, I was going through throughout the course of writing this record. So that's kind of the beginning and the end of how that came about. I can go on for a really long time, so please like signal me if you like, No, just, man, like, you're good. And well, let's stop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, here Roper had an actually funny story regarding your intro and outro segment. Okay,
1: so when I had first put on the album when it came out, um, what I had done was I accidentally had it on shuffle. Mm-hmm. So I started off with the first track, "Town Goes to Sleep," and it just kept playing an instrumental. I'm like, God damn, this is the longest instrumental. Or instrumental song I've heard. Turns out my phone was on shuffle, so I was
0: <laughs> went straight to yeah, the end.
1: Yep, yep, went straight to the end. So, but yeah, I I just want to compliment like the horns in both the intro and the outro are phenomenal. Like I am a big saxophone fan. I don't play any instruments, but like if I could play the any instruments, it would be the saxophone. I had no part of that, and uh, that's
2: that's what makes me. That's what makes me love my band is that I do come up with the, the the broad concept of a song, you know, structurally and, you know, mostly lyrically. And then I bring my parts to the rest of them and then they build on top of it. So that like, I used to be a big control freak years ago. Like survey says, Henry is not the same guy. I've had to do a lot of, I had to do a lot of growing and the idea of collaboration sometimes was something that was harder for me. Why? Don't know. Just, just a very immature mindset that I would be in at times. And now it's like my favorite thing and not because I, I don't have to do as much, but because it's like, Hey, I like what I did with this what can, you know, I can't wait to see what Charlie brings to this. I can't wait to see what John does. Chuck does. Peter does. I can't, I mean, even when we work with our producers, like on this record, we worked with Nick uh, from man overboard and ace from the early November. And like what they were able to bring to my original idea, I was so excited to do rather than many, even just two or three years ago, into going further back i would be so married to my my ideas of how the song should go i would like buck the idea of other people like doing anything to it now i welcome it and now i'm almost like please make this better that's why i love this band because it's like i get to hear what they're doing i get to listen to them like when i sit and listen to my own music i like to because i'm not really listening to me even though i'm singing i'm listening to what Chuck is singing with me. I'm listening to what Charlie is singing and playing guitar with me. I'm listening to Peter. I'm listening to them. I especially like listening to it now because I don't see them because of this shit. And, you know, I'm, now I'm far away. But, you know, I like to listen to the record and listen to our music because it's like I'm hanging out with them.
0: Yeah. You, know? you guys have so many people in the band with all these different influences and like the way they play their instruments and stuff. It's got to be really cool to watch your tracks kind of come to life with everyone's in, like uh, personalities on top of it so very uh, yeah, very the, fucking the, it's cool, the,
2: it's man. cool it's the coolest part
0: it's well, the coolest part of this like you were jumping earlier uh, into fire
4: sale
0: I think we're pretty much going to start every song with this
2: question, but what is the story behind this song? Um, Fire say, uh, well, okay. I'll, I'll do the title and then I'll do the song. The title used to be. Um, oh, well, the title used to be came and see where the knob is. You ever see Arrested development? Yeah. Okay. So Tobias is in, the, it's very early in season one and Tobias is having this scene where he's auditioning for, for something and, he thought he was going to be in a fire and it ended up being a it's for a commercial. They're having some stores having a fire sale. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> so it started off as a quote from that. Okay. And my imagery for the song was me being asleep while the the building around me is everything's falling apart. everything's falling apart. Um and that that stems from, as I said before, years of uh, different things that happened to me around me that I felt like I had absolutely no control over. And, um, and that, that shoehorn, again, that, that idea kind of shoehorned itself into the last song too. And so, um, and far less figuratively, um, in one of the several places I've lived over the past year or so I've, I've been, I've been displaced from where I've been living three times this year and five times over the past two or three um it's been a rough time for me and my wife in her old house where we were living there was a giant hole in the ceiling of the room that we we stayed in like our, our bedroom and the house itself other just other than that was just falling apart around us all the time and that was like every time it every time it rained it rained in my room like there'd be like merch buckets full of water in our room and I wrote that song in that room while figuratively my whole world was falling apart around me and actually my whole world was falling apart around me. And so that was, you know, that's essentially where all that came from. And then I think that I think that was a pretty thorough answer. of that song without going into it forever.
1: Uh, how did you uh, come up with the uh, part Where it's like Is it really springing again The time melts away Fires keep burning Could it last another day That whole bridge How did you come up with that um, I Couldn't believe that Another year had gone by Okay
2: um, A lot of these songs are old they're, they're, They came out this year But like A lot of these lyrics Were are like Almost Some of them are three years old And like Another year would go by and I haven't fixed this problem. Another year gone by. I've just been trying to be a better person and grow and, and it's happening a lot slower than I want it to. And so, um, you know, is it really spring again would mean that like, it like, it's really like, I mean, think, think of, think of this year. I can't believe it's January. Yeah. You know, I mean, as as slow as it went by and as as tumultuous as 2020 was, I can't believe that uh, almost a year ago, the first case was here. And, you know, we're getting around to the year anniversary of, of when we all started getting worried about this thing and it completely took over our lives. And again, it it just, it it flew by while also not flying by. And that the same could go for a a bunch of the years of Keep Flying. I couldn't believe that. I can't believe Keep Flying has been a band for five years. It feels like I just started. But it still feels like I just ended my old band and started this. So that's really where that came from.
0: Honestly, when you said that Keep Flying is five years old, that's crazy to me i guess yeah you guys feel like a brand brand new band but you guys have been around you guys have been playing forever you guys have uh three eps out right four technically i guess so you um, guys
2: four yeah four, four.
0: actually yeah. so you guys have been just trucking around like along left and right um what all right so regarding fire so is there like what is like the overall is there another overall message or anything else on this song that you'd want to talk about
2: uh, I think I think that song is Is like a There's, there's certain songs There's certain songs that I write that have uh, a, a pointed subject Like one enclosed subject That one is like another checking in on how I'm doing Like this is this, like if some, That's a, that's a how, how, how How would I call it like a how are you doing song That's a how are you doing song Like that's a snapshot of My brain at that time in that moment. But also, uh, a lot of, at least how my mind works, I'm sure other people's does too. Um, you know, uh, anxiety and, 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 fear and depression and things like that are, are kind of an everyday thing. So I could enter back into that at, at any point, any given time. I'm very, I, I, I go through stuff almost minute to minute. And so it's like, you know, uh, that's a snapshot of my brain at that time. So no I think I pretty much I think I pretty much covered it.
0: Well cool. Well hell let's move yeah. to uh, fashion statement. Just try honesty.
4: Why don't you try-
0: I'm shocked this wasn't one of your uh, one of your singles you guys released. Um, fucking really dig this song, so well, let's just start I, with know. Story. I, I, need, the I need the beginning.
2: I need the most feedback of this song. I actually need the feedback. I need the very beginning it. of the
0: song is one of the best hooks I've heard all year. Yeah. I uh, really? Honest, yeah, really. Honest to God, I really loved it as soon as I heard it, and then I just kept listening. I'm like, no, it's not losing any energy. It's fucking got everything I need for it to. Kill it as a song, you know. I think you can fucking man. Honestly, this whole EP, I can't get over it. I love every second mm-hmm. of it, dude. So, if like I said, if you if you want me to, you know, rub the old knob, you know, here I am. <laughs> well,
2: the reason I ask is because I no, uh, thank you. Please rub it. The the reason I ask is because. I, I'm not like a songwriter in a sense that I can sit down and write a song that another artist can take. I mean, maybe I could, I just haven't. I usually, I, I just really write stuff that I think works for what I'm doing. You know, there there are people who write songs that end up songs for other people and they have a, they have a skill in which they can, they can make a song and tailor it to whatever artist is doing it. I feel like whatever I make is something is that, that really is just for the band I'm in, which isn't really a bad thing. I just, And that's why I don't like to call myself a songwriter in a a really grand sense, because it's like, if I write something, I feel like it's going to sound like I wrote it. Like if I wrote your band a song, it would sound like a Keep Flying song. If you Mm -hmm. tried to write a song like Keep Flying, it would still be you. I can still tell that it wasn't me or, or our band. I could still tell it was something you made. But I feel like if I were to sit down and write a song for another band, it just sounds like another band is playing a song I wrote rather than something that works for that band. But with that song in particular, I really wasn't even influenced so much by, you know, pop punk music and punk music. I listened to a lot of pop to make that one. And a lot of songs that a lot of radio hits to try to bring what I felt and what I see in those songs into what I'm doing. I didn't structure it like, you know, other songs I've written there's even like I'm I, I, like I'm trying to think of an example I can't I can't think of one but like I don't know there, there's there's I use like a like a newer age pop format to make that song and I wanted to see if it worked and that that was that song was like a great experiment I'm like I'm gonna throw this out there and see if If people respond to it and like it. And I'm like really happy that anybody does. So that's why I'm like, that's like my, that song's like my baby. It's not even my, I wouldn't even say it's my favorite song on the record necessarily, but it's like, that's like my experiment. I need to know how that did. So I'm like, hell yeah.
0: Yeah. I think you should, I think when you guys start playing live shows again, definitely don't sleep on that song i think i think that's like a great opener song honestly really Mm -hmm. i think the cat like it's just the hook's fucking fantastic dude honestly i think that's it makes sense if you're listening to pop music and taking the influences and using like that you know way of writing that would make sense why that hook came out so well because that's what pop music a lot of time is is hooks
2: Yes. Like I, 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 rarely, I rarely set out to write something catchy. Like if it comes out catchy, great. But I really sit down and I'm like, I want to make this really catchy. And I, But I was worried that if I tried to make it catchy, that it wouldn't be, do you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I, I, I want I, I, I didn't think it would be if, if, ugh, sorry, if something is naturally catchy, great. I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that. But like, I was worried that I would force it. If I tried to 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 make it catchy, do you know what I mean? And so yeah. I'm glad that it worked. I'm glad it doesn't seem bad. So
0: yeah, man. Don't yeah, don't put yourself down. Honestly, honest to God, there. So what's the story? Hit us with the story about this song. <laughs>
2: um, that that song is that song is is really simply about uh, Instagram. Um, it's like. I just took the idea of these, these people that are around me. And, and, and again, we're not a big band. Okay. We're not, I'm not trying to pretend like we are, but there are, there are, there's ways that, that certain people um, don't take this personally. Please don't. There are certain ways that people, uh, interact with us when they first meet us that, uh, they want they they want us to think they're cool and so they'll 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 do what a lot of people do which is that they they put forth like the best parts of themselves or or maybe embellish some of the best parts of themselves in order to seem really cooler than they actually are and 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 to me that's inherently dishonest and so you know the, the hook line of just try honesty is really just like yeah. Don't, don't try to dress up the truth in something it's not. And don't, don't try to, don't try to make it something that it's not. I'd rather you just be honest with me. And so whether that, whether that means in like conversation about fact or just if, uh, I don't know if you put too many filters on your fucking photo or if you, whatever, whatever the case may be, I'd rather people just be open about what's going on and be just, just honest about it rather than try to glitz it up for my benefit as if it's, as if it hurts me, it doesn't hurt me. It doesn't do me any favors. If I, if I know you for a minute or my whole life that you're, 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 you're cushioning the truth. It doesn't, yeah. I can't react honestly to what you're doing. Cause you're not putting any on anything honest, honest on me. So I, I think it's a simple concept. I think that's pretty relatable. And I, I wanted to, um, that's, that's where that came from. Nice.
1: How, uh, how long were you guys sitting on the, uh, John, John candy outro for that?
2: Uh, not long. Those are usually the last things we do. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the transitions, the transitions, the samples, we, we still like samples. We're old.
3: Yeah. At least John and I are.
2: <laughs> and we, and, and, and how old I am is, is really like, I still like like endless titles. Every song I write has an endless, long, nonsensical title. And my band has to be the one that goes like, hey, nobody does that anymore. Please stop. No more. Panic and fall out boy. They don't even do it anymore. Please stop. Nobody cares. And nobody will remember the name of this <laughs> song. If you make it like a mile long. And I'm like, okay, fine. So, um, but, but the sample thing, we still do yeah. and so that that is like one of the we usually you know cut the cut the album together in like a mock mock-up of the of the cut and be like will this work will this work we had other samples i did we don't we had to scale back a few of them because i think yeah. had, the record was barely 20 minutes so like we had more than the three that we had it would be it'd be overkill <laughs> so like um but we, we still do that that's a that was a that was a late ad Actually, nice. And I thought that one. I
1: thought that one made a lot of sense. It does fit. In, it fits that song perfectly. That's Uncle Buck, right?
2: No, that's Plains Trains and Uncle. Okay, that's, that is that I, is John Candy though.
1: Yeah, so, I yeah. I couldn't remember if it was Uncle Buck or Plains planes, Trains, but it's classic. Yeah, oh man. yeah, it's great. Love right. Candy. Love Dude, candy. that Five Hundred Days of Summer one really got me
0: when I heard that the first oh, time. Yeah. I was like, how do I know what that's from? And it took me a while. And then, man, all right. Oh, yeah. I will I'm gonna move on with you guys here. So regarding fashion statement, first off, anything anything left on that one or or you think we're ready to move on to the next one.
2: No, we can we can move on. Oh, I'm yeah. really glad that I'm really glad people reacted well to it. Alright, so let's hit late reply. And
4: that's why I can't talk to it.
0: Wasn't your? This wasn't your first single. This was your second or third, right? Second. Gotcha. Um, I think this was when I heard this song. I was like, "All right, this. No matter what's going to happen, this is going to be an amazing record." Because two for two, it's a pretty good sign, right there. So. When we're jumping into it, what's the story behind late reply? Who are you not responding to, Henry? <laughs>
2: Everybody. <laughs> oh, shit. Everyone. I mean, you, you fell victim to what everyone in my life falls victim to. Like, how long does it take me to get back to people? Mm. And how? And, and, and why? And some things, sometimes it's out of my control and sometimes it's very much in my control. I'm, again, uh, in the more tumultuous times of my life, I never answer people because I can't. I just can't do it. Like uh, even right now, let's see, say, look, no, a bad example. I only have five unopened text messages right now. Um, when I'm really depressed, when I find myself in times of trouble, other Mary comes to me. Oh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I just don't respond. I just can't. And I don't, and it's not because I don't love the people that are hitting me up or in, you know, whatever. I just, I just, I just don't do it ultimately what that song is about is it's just about retreating which i've written about a lot and just being a recluse to people sometimes um it's really difficult being uh reclusive and also having uh, a, the need of, a, of attention at the same time and i, I i'm both there's times where i am to- totally fine being cloistered and never speaking to anyone ever again and then all of a sudden i need attention right now (laughs) like (laughs) give it to me come on (laughs) i am am unfortunately a creative who you know and that's part of being creative is trying to find people to enjoy what you create and so it's weird being both uh an extrovert and an introvert all at once it's really uh, a a constant tug of war in my brain as to what kind of person i am um so that's that's what that's about Um, And that song uh, is very old. I wrote that song very shortly after Walkabout came out. Okay. And it just never, I never got to, (laughs) ironically, I never really followed through on finishing it and really making it what it was. And uh, it was just a, it was a mostly baked idea that never got there. It was initially like, my pitch to be on the Unbreakable EP, it just it just wasn't ready. It just wasn't done because I was too depressed to, to to finish it. So in and of itself, it's a very late reply. Like it's it's you know it's it's ironical that way.
0: Interesting. So did you know you've so you've had that song idea forever? Did you know it was going to be a single like while recording the EP?
2: Yeah. Gotcha. Because um, again, another that's another song that had a lot of. Uh, edits and cuts and a lot of different things changed about it because it's so old. I've, I rewrote that bridge like four times. It took me forever. It took me forever to get that bridge to be something I liked. And I don't know why I did like it's something like when you finally land on something that works for a certain part of a song or a song in general, a lot of times I think like, why didn't I think of that the first time? Cause like I wrote that song in like 2018 and then that bridge didn't happen until 2020 or 2000, whatever, 1920. And like, why didn't I think of it that way? I was like, that's, and then I listened to it now. I'm like, Oh, that's fucking awesome. And I'm like, I, like I, li- I still listen to it. Like, what was I fucking thinking? Trying to make it something that it wasn't, you know? Um, and as it came together and as like, Charlie got to sing on like a, a good deal of it, which is was just, like a first for, for us. And that, that was really a cool thing. And, um, and as it shaped up, we were like, this might be the first one. It was really hard for us to choose like, which was going to be first. But like, we knew that this one was like one we're going to really push. I feel like, I don't know if it's the favorite. I don't know. To me, I think it's the crown jewel of the record. I feel like if you want to show people keep flying and where they, where they, where we are in 2020 and like what our sound is right now, you show them that song. I think like that, that song is like, The next one that really encompasses all pieces of our band right now.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't disagree with that. Um, So, in regards to late reply, anything else you want to get out there on that song? No, I
2: think (laughs) I think I think it's good.
0: Hell yeah! Well, Roper is super excited about this next one, so let's get
1: this going. Yeah. So. Interstate is next.
4: Stay in your race, of this road. We set this place and we set this goal, but not you. We're on the same path, we're playing back, I'm gonna end up to you. Don't you know this life is fine? And I you gotta have time for you to take away. You won't come up by the back!
1: This song really caught my attention, and especially after you were talking about your influences and uh your exposure to pop punk with set your goals. They're one of my favorite bands as well. So now that or after you said that, uh I can definitely hear the similarities and the influence yeah, from them sense. for that song and I it just fucking rips, dude. I love it. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> That's you. all we have to say about mm-hmm. it.
2: <laughs>
1: but I wrote I, that
2: with late reply. It's just as old. It's three oh, really? I want I wanted to do that for a long time.
1: Yeah, it's I mean, you guys have a little bit of everything off this album and this song kind of proves it, you know, with the more heavier tones. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I no mean, ska music though, unfortunately. No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get, I, I mean, our next
2: thing is a full length, so we have to, we have to make that interesting for like 10 plus tracks. So <laughs> we'll see. I really, I personally am looking for the night that the, the tasteful, uh, just to be like a nod to people like you, like just to be like, hey, we see you, we love it. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. I just, I just want to do it. Like, if you hear it on the, on anything else that that we're doing coming up, just know that that's us. Be that's our dog whistle to you guys. Like that's <laughs> like, hey, we see you.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> Hell yeah! Got gotcha. you. All right. So, uh, what's what's story with uh, Interstate? Like, this is fun. Now this this puts me
2: in, this puts me in an interesting position because. Uh, th- this song is straight up Honestly, it- it's a diss song yeah. Like, another thing I wanted to do I love hip-hop I love <laughs> hip-hop In fact, I've, thr- I've thrived on hip-hop Throughout this year Because anytime I listen to, like My favorite, like Pop-punk or ska records I just cry, honestly Because yeah. I can't Like, if I listen to Less than Jake for more than three songs, I cry Because I can't go see Less than Jake Like, I, I My life for so many years has been Every... Six to eight months, I get to see less than Jake. And then my whole brain will reset and then everything will make sense and everything will be fine. And no matter what's happening in my life, peace on earth will, will, will come to me. And, but I can't do that. So I, I just cry whenever I listen to my favorite like bands in this world. So I love hip hop. And I was like, if, can, what, could I write a diss song in, in fucking pop punk? Like, can I do that? And I did. Um, I don't really want to talk about who, because it just, you know, it's, it's negative. No, that's but fine. Like, you know, I just don't want to at this point. I, I wanted to express it in a public way uh, without being too direct. And so I did. That's what the song was for. Yeah. All right. And so it's like, you know, um, and it feels good to do that. I really have every, I had every intention of playing it every night and getting it out that way. But, like, you know, like I can't do that. Do they know the songs about them, whoever it's about? Uh, okay. No I was I curious. No, I don't think so. Now, ultimately, my goal is, like, where I'm at with this particular thing and this feeling is different from where I was, like, two or three years ago when I wrote these lyrics. And it's really now I just I just want, like, there's certain things in my life I would love closure on. Um And, uh, I think it's important to, for everybody to realize that uh, you, you, people are constantly evolving and there are certain people in your life that will hold you to some of the worst behaviors that you've had in your life. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't point out like when someone in your life, whether they're friends or not, Well, you should be, I mean, you know, if you don't know them, you probably shouldn't. Twitter's a dark place, but like, (laughs) um, there's nothing wrong with calling out bad behavior or at the very least bringing it to their attention and trying to sort it out and understand. But I feel like there are people in my life and certainly in other people's life that kind of hold them to a certain version of that person that they were at that time. And like, I know that there are people that do that for me and as much as I have so much more to learn and grow and be, I won't, I'll never be a a done version of myself and neither will anybody else. And I just wish that there, I I could, I could, I have regrets. I have regrets and I wanted so badly to not have regrets at this point in my life, but I do. And, um, you know, it's been hard to deal with and, uh, I just wish that I could find some, some peace when it comes to some of it, but I, I, may never, I may never, I might never find like closure on certain parts of my life. And yeah, and that's sad. And, uh, I'm speaking so vaguely about, about something. And it's really like frustrating for me to listen to me talk about it. So it's like, I, cause what the fuck am I talking about? But it's like, I don't know, man. I, I just, uh, that song is, I needed to get, that feeling off my chest than I did. And I feel really good about that. Yeah, and, uh, Something I've know. always thought of that
0: might help you out. Uh, the more I learn from regrets and mistakes and stuff like that, the more at peace I come with what happened. Um, so maybe just something to think about whenever you're in that mood set, because that's always kind of helped me. I'm, trying.
2: Um, yeah, I'm such a fixer. Like, are you like, whenever I go to, whenever I have like a problem with, you know, if my wife and I disagree about something, go to is to be like, let's stop what we're doing right now, talk this out, figure it out, so that we don't have to carry on any of the feelings we're having right now into the future. Let's sort this out now so that we can move on and understand each other from here on out. And like, I have a bunch of open ends on things that for stuff that might not ever get to a point where we can sit down and figure it out so that there can be some sort of, you know, coexisting, And, um, and that haunts me and, you know, and I so want so badly to like fix it. And, and it really, and what, just like you said there, I have to, I have to learn to accept that like, there's just, you know, sometimes the only thing to do is nothing and just, and just accept that this is where we are, this is where you are, this is where they are, whatever. And just, just go about your day in your life, you know? And yeah. it, sometimes it's hard for me to. Sometimes I get it. There's times where I have moments of clarity where I'm like, I'm good. Everything's fine. We're cool. But then every now and then I, I drift back into feeling like there's something I could fix. And, you yeah. know, but it's you're okay. right. You have a far more healthy approach to it
0: than I do. Oh, I mean, like I say I do, but honestly, (laughs) I'm a fixer too. And I have the same problems. If there's something that's wrong, I need to fix it. And often that will probably destroy whatever I'm trying to fix in the process. (laughs) So we are very similar people. And the fact that you were describing something the way that you are, reminds me of so many instances within my life. So let's move on.
2: (laughs) That song is like 45 seconds long and it is about so much. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no. Why was it called
2: Interstate? By the way, um, that's a great question. Why? Oh, I we oh that that was a big debate. We could not decide a name of this song for the to for the life of us. We could not decide on the name of this song forever. It was just the hardcore song, and like you know, for good reason. But we're not going to call it that. And uh, there's the the metaphor I use lyrically is stay in your lanes. There's a lot of you know. Road
1: uh, analogies
2: analogies in the lyrics, so I wanted to be something relative to um uh you know that like I, I like calling it road rage would be really. And I was like, let's not call it that And like, you know I think the initial title again To make it really long Was Got More Cars and A Beach Got Sand Which is a Dave Matthews band lyric And so they were like That's right out, we can't do (laughs) that
0: I think if you would have added Within the title, which is a Dave Matthews lyric I think they would
2: have went for it See, you get me, that's hilarious (laughs) That's so funny But, no and I also like the idea of a song whose title is so long, it's about as long as the song itself. So, mm-hmm. and that, you know, that would have been funny. And I think that I came up with Interstate Hate Song, which is a play on Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah. And I think that it could became Interstate. And I think somebody, I can't remember, there was there was a lot of inner band stuff about that. It was really funny. It was one of the bigger, like, debates we had.
0: Oh, gotcha. All right, so... Like you said, forty-five second long song or however long is one of the shortest off the record. Um, anything else you want to talk about before we move on?
2: No, I think we're good. Hell yeah! It's dude. like a ghost pepper. It's got so much flavor for something so small, and then it <laughs> you makes know? you
0: drink milk for the rest of the night.
2: Right. <laughs> I'm a, I love dairy.
1: All right. Not, so not, not
2: really. <laughs> gonna, it hurts the tummy. I'm a mm. big, big proponent of the the oat and the almond.
1: You know, I'm saying. Oh yeah, good. Yeah, it's real Um, good. (laughs) Who likes almond
0: milk? I've never seen. You never had almond milk. I've never had almond milk. Uh, Really? Why? Because it sounds gross. You can't milk an almond. Bro, you can't milk an almond. Not as you know, far as you have I almond know, almond
2: milk, M E L K. Guys so midwestern, it's and we school. are from the Midwest. Yeah. That's- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you guys, yeah, you guys love you guys love farmland and cheese and.
0: I mean, like we love cheese. I don't I think I don't think a bunch of Iowans are walking around loving their farmland or anything. I mean, yeah. like the farmers maybe, but they all they stay do. on their farmland. You know, we're more metro. Yeah. Area no, people. I'm just
2: I'm just teasing.
0: Well, you were in Des Moines one time. What did you think of it?
2: I like Des Moines. Des Moines is a nice place. You guys have Zombie Burger, and that's all that's important. That you. is what any band uh, like, member talks about. They're course, like, man. "I'm
0: like, how'd you like Des Moines?" They're like, "Zombie Burger is so good." And I'm like, yep, "Yeah, that's where it goes to."
2: What are you fucking kidding me? It's 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 so important. After you live here, and also I like your city. And it, it is a very, it's a nice city. It's very quaint.
0: Yeah, it's it's peaceful.
1: It's got it's it's got its charm to it. All right, so they never lie down.
4: We've come too far to turn back now. My God, make it out. Still can't trust my mind. Run in low on time. And I got everything to prove. Let's take a the moon. The earth. What
1: is the free. story behind that? Uh, so Keep Flying The
2: name Stems from uh, The whole etymology of, of the band name Has to do with uh, The show Firefly And the movie Serenity Okay um, Which you may or may not have seen it's I haven't really,
1: seen it But I'm aware of it So
2: Yeah At this point now In In, in history It's kind of like One of those things Where uh, Yeah I've heard of that It's kind of like that Yeah Yeah uh, yeah, it's like that, um, and so every now and then I throw in uh, you know quotes from the show or quotes from the movie or just stuff that has to do with the the, the storyline of of though that that universe, and so that that's that this song is really just about keep flying pride. Really what it is. This song is just a rah, rah. We, we love what we do kind of thing. This is just a, this is, this is a happy song about, about us every now and then. I just kind of write about where we are as a band. Um, and you know, you know, the overall message of keep flying is just that it's just like, you know, and, and the message of the show ultimately is like, you know, uh, Stay afloat, whatever it takes, you know. And so that's really what this is. This is just a keep flying song. And the title itself is is a quote from the movie. And I just I wanted to write a song about our resilience as a band, because we've been through a lot, even in five years. It's been it's been a ride. And so um, you know, uh pandemics and uh, in, in incipient coups aside, uh, it, within our own ranks, there's, there's always been a, we've you we know we've had a lot going on in our personal lives that have what if I think if they were done to sane people probably would have kept us from being the band that we are. Yeah. But, but we're we're still here and we're insane, and uh, and we we don't want to give up on our fans or the people that believe in us or ourselves. That's really what this song is about, ultimately. It's a pretty simple song, in my opinion. Still good though.
0: Um, oh, it's great. I, like cool. it. I like it. There's a part in the song where basically all the instruments drop, and just like a guitar comes into play. Right? <laughs> I fucking really dig that part. Really? And Oh uh, yeah. Dude, I feel like everything I say, you're like so shocked <laughs> by.
2: Well, no, because uh, you you manage to you manage to pinpoint really interesting parts of the record that are like just like that just harken me back to the production of the of the record so you're talking about just the little guitar part where it's like damn 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 yeah and then everything just bah, fucking comes, comes in back. okay all right so that the the tone of that guitar and the way that sounds complete mistake oh okay utter mistake <laughs> utter mistake so there was like i don't know how it happened but there was supposed to be like an effect on it. It's really raw. It's like, I think it's just straight from the board. Like, it's just a... No just way. A I really? think it, like, I, honestly, because we we made it so that, like, I I wanted it to be affected in some way. I don't know. I don't remember what I wanted, but I wanted something, I wanted it to be, you know, draw back the way that it is, but obviously I didn't want the guitar to be completely fucking raw. But when we got the mixes back, there was something on there that was just nonsense there was it was some crazy like it sounded like it sounded like one of the first guitar pedals like I ever bought like a like a $15 guitar pedal with some crazy like line six sounding effects do you understand what I'm saying like something just so crazy like it was like a wah-wah thing with a phaser and it was like Out of control It was nonsense It was like Literally We all What the fuck was that We did not record that What is that
0: But it was definitely An electric guitar Yeah Uh, Because to me It sounds like an acoustic guitar That also had some type of Like weird ass Wah pedal on it For some reason
2: No I'm pretty sure It's just raw Like just plugged Into the board No effect Electric guitar Because Any edit that we got back From that part Like What's happening here Nick What happened what is this? And then ultimately, because we couldn't go, we would have to either leave it the way it was or go back and record that 0.5 seconds worth of guitar just to get it. Cause it's nowhere else in the song. So it's like, what do we do? We can't. So let's just pull everything out and go with what we have. And that's what we did. So it's so funny that you're like, Oh, that's fucking cool because <laughs> yeah. that was completely unplanned and an, a, a, an error. dude that's
0: what it's a happy mistake dude you know how many people have kids that didn't want them and they love them (laughs) word man (laughs) i think it worked so fucking well i was so curious because the guitar sounds so weird to me like not that it sounds off or anything but it's just a unique sound and i was like it's got to be like an acoustic guitar with like a weird wah pedal or something but nope just some electric guitar straight to the fucking board that's nuts That,
2: that was just that was just we all missed something there everybody And like, it's so, it's so funny because we, I listen to music and I go, especially bad music. And I'm like, how did a team of people, people have to understand that in most cases, when they're watching or listening to something that was like professionally produced there, it goes through so many different processes of different ears, different eyes, everything. It gets listened to and watched hundreds of times. And how could, like you watch a movie and you see a mistake, you're like, how did nobody fix that? Mm Mm-hmm. And that's what happened Like we All of it All nine or ten of us that were there We were just like Yeah, it's fine We just totally missed something And it ended up being that We have to just take All the production off of that One second of guitar And leave it raw And hope that it's fine And it is There's nothing wrong with it It's not played wrong It's just that something Waggy happened while we were recording
0: Is that how you're going to do it live?
2: What, that, that part?
0: Yeah, you're just going to drop everything and.
2: I, I, I don't know. I have no idea what's going to happen. I, we, we just announced. <laughs> we just announced a live show to play the yeah. whole record, which is which is seven or eight songs of we've never played live, and we're going to do it for the first time. Hell yeah! yeah. We never played it at all. <laughs> not once. Oh fuck! Not once. We, we 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 tracked that record, decided not to play any of it live on the tour that we did after, and then. We've
1: never, we've never played a single song off, off of Survival So, yeah, it's gonna be fun It's gonna be fucking right nuts now.
2: So, <laughs> It's gonna be great
0: Alright, let's, let's jump down To the last song Well, there's this song in an outro, right? But they're pretty yeah. much a continuation Of each other mm-hmm. So, Surviving the Night I can,
4: I'm waking up Sometimes I think I've had enough, but I could never get enough. I can't live on love. Last year I um,
0: was what's the song about? Give us the scoop.
2: This is um, This is like Fire Sale Part 2, kind of. This okay. is like the aftermath of Fire Sale. Um, and kind of, you know, kind of draws from the same the same imagery in my mind and the same uh, theme. The song's another snapshot
4: song again
2: this song this song is like another departure song and that's why i wanted i really wanted to see if people liked it i was really like i want to get really raw and i don't want to get sad and really stripped down and really you know put my put my my voice and my, my heart of the line here and see if, if people like it and so far people do in fact today i got two two messages at once about people who were like you made me cry and i was like Fuck yeah. So <laughs> right. My goal. Yes. Um and uh yeah that song is just that song is the that song is a, you know the, the hook to that song is I'm waking up. So mm-hmm. where we started, the town goes to sleep, and I'm sleeping through all these horrible things that are happening to me. I'm finally having a sense of taking control back at the end of this record, and I am waking up. I'm not going to put up with The same, you know, mistakes that I've been constantly making, which again, it's really easy to, you know, it's really, you can say a lot of things and not live up to it. It's hard to, you know, and I've, I've, I've tried to, you know, I've tried to change a thousand times. It's, it's difficult. And even though I'm saying it in a song for everybody to hear, it's not like it's going to be an instant switch of, you know, whatever behavior problems i have so but this is you know that this song i'm taking a stand and saying
0: i'm waking up and i'm taking i'm taking back control of my life and uh yeah yeah first step is acknowledgement how did you get to the part like so there are many different voices kind of uh, saying almost like a story within a sentence throughout the last part of the outro uh, whose idea was that how did you guys manage to do
2: that um, so initially it was all it was all gonna be one track and it was gonna be like a, literally a repeat of the intro again just like that first half happens and then the, 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 the part in like 7-4, that's the, the the first part. But that didn't really manifest correctly or it didn't seem right at the time. And it just seemed cooler to kind of just break the whole thing down and make it two tracks. And in that part, that repeat, I wanted the band in all of our voices to be reprising lyrics from the record. Like, unfortunately, way too similarly to the way that... Uh, chroma by cartel ends where there's just lyrics by of of the rest of the songs happening at the end. Mm -hmm. I think the wonder years do it too. Oh yeah, they do. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So like, we didn't want to do it the exact same way. So, you know, that, that's how I, I made it, you know, the first time, sometimes a demo is like, Hey, here's a rough idea of how I want this to happen, but let's work together to make this better. And then, the way that we got the lyrics into it is we got, we did our, we did some of them, but we got a bunch of our friends to send recordings of them saying like a a selected lyric. If you listen, it it got buried pretty good, but if you listen real close, everybody's saying a lyric from one one of the songs on the record.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Um, I guess I didn't realize that.
2: they are all just saying it. They're all just, it's just spoken. Um, you know you listen to it again it's real. it's real deep in the back with all this really cool instrumentation happening that that ending is so cool that i was like unfortunately i was like you know i was only again i gave them the the foundation to it and then everybody kind of came together to build this 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 ending because we didn't really like the initial idea like how do we make this better and they they stayed up all night and recorded All sorts of really crazy stuff Cool percussion And like Really cool drum parts And everything And made it really emotional And big Big Horn ending We got to have Uh Ricky who plays Trombone for us live Uh Did not play trombone Throughout the record But he got to play Trumpet at the end And we got our friend Morgan to play flute On On Surviving the night And um You know The town wakes up And so uh you know, it was cool to bring in all this other instrumentation. We we're were going to be big proponents of that as we move on. It'll be way more than horns That's awesome. the further yeah. we go into into the next the next chapter. So, I love the ending. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, so, I think
0: I don't think anyone's going to yeah. disagree with you on that. Ian. well, we made it through the whole record. Fucking pumped. Super happy about that. We do a quick lightning round uh, at the end of every interview because it's fucking fun so roper hit us off with the first question
1: all right so what band do you want to tour with the most Keith flying perfect
2: answer (laughs) honestly
1: right now i i just i don't care what we're doing we
2: could we could i just gotta play a show please i feel you
0: you got one coming up don't worry it's online and everything (laughs) Um, all right. Do you believe in the heart of the cards? I did not write this question, but I do think it's funny. I don't know what that means. Do you know what the heart of the cards is? No. Oh, I forgot. Educate me. Uh,
2: Yu-Gi-Oh. You don't know what Yu-Gi-Oh is? Oh, I know, but that that oh. see, see, the way that okay. So the way that you react to the Firefly, I'm gonna react that way. To <laughs> I know what that is. N- not my thing. Ah, man, I, I the, knew that the, was gonna the fall flat that's on its the face. Band thing, right? Mm. They got headbands on, right? Well, what the hell right about that with the, with the plate. Am I right
0: about that? That's Naruto, you nerd.
2: Oh, see? No, I don't know <laughs> shit. I don't
1: know nothing. Well, <laughs> all right. Should we skip the next question? Nope. All right. We're going no, for no, to no, don't it. I'll skip
2: it. You, you, can, you can keep embarrassing me, please.
1: Is uh, Princess Peach Bowser Jr.'s mom?
2: That's a great question. I don't think so. No. Mm. Which, of course, raises the question, although, you know, maybe. Maybe, because, I I don't know, Peach, to me, she just doesn't seem forthcoming, you know? And she's not going to admit it. (laughs) At no point are they ever going to be, you didn't didn't expect this, but I'm going to go so analytical on your ass with Nintendo. It's just, I don't think she, it's not in her capacity to admit it. But, But maybe, I mean, look, she gets apprehended a lot, eventually, you get a little used to it. I mean, how different could Bowser's tactics be throughout the past 35 years? It's like, at some point you're peach. You're like, oh, okay, yeah. you're Like you're waving hello to the security guards. You're way into her dungeon. <laughs> how you doing see, You know, <laughs> got me again, What are going to do, you know? And then, so like, it's, it, it stands to reason that some kind of physical affair could have happened between Bowser And and Princess Peach one time. That's all it needs to happen is one time. All it needs is once. That's all you need. You know, (laughs) he's a pushy guy. You know, he gets what he wants one way or another. Maybe. I mean, probably
0: he always loses at the end. I don't know. Maybe he he didn't want to have a kid. That was his way of losing that one. Absolutely. (laughs) I feel like I've been very anti children this episode. All right, here's a big one. Do aliens exist? Yeah. Okay. But do you have anything? Do you have like any concrete evidence behind it? Or is it just like, I just know?
2: Who does? Who does? I'm pretty sure they discovered them throughout 2020 and we were too distracted by TikTok to care. And I think <laughs> that, that that was, I, I. somebody told me that. Like, hey, uh, it turns out NASA uh, told, um, set. what's the guy's name? What's the Area 51 guy's name?
1: Uh, no clue. I don't know. Fuck.
2: I want to say it's the Tom Dolan just because. <laughs> But whatever. They, they told me, yeah, he's right.
1: Yeah, he was he wasn't lying and then we all
2: were like, no, nah, hang on. What's the, what's the guy's name? We watched all the whole documentary about the guy. Fuck, <laughs> I can't remember the name. It's just
1: stupid. Well, you but, saw yeah, like the Pentagon they,
0: released those videos of UFOs and shit, right? Yeah.
2: yeah
0: Isn't that fucking nuts. I couldn't believe it. I think 2021, I think this year because they have to with that new bill they passed. They have to whoever is in the Department of UFOs has to write like an not not an essay but some type of paper that says uh like all the information they have on ufos and anything regarding like that so that has to come out in six months june are they gonna lie maybe or but the pentagon didn't lie about those fucking videos so we might be hearing some crazy ass shit
2: here's well anything anything that they're conspiratorial about it takes like 50, 60 years for them to finally come out with what they're saying. Bob Lazar, that's it. Oh, Bob Lazar, of course, they're, they're yeah. Not, that was, they finally clicked. So <laughs> I, they're not going to just come right out and be honest about anything. Look, I don't like, you know, I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty centrist about everything. I don't like what's happening, but it's not like I'm expecting he who must not be named to just go away and all of a sudden, they're all going to work for us now. Like, that's not going to happen. We're not, you know, there's still the government. They're still inefficient and in some ways incompetent, even if the head guy is that guy. It's not like it's going to be perfect once he's gone. So I'm not <laughs> expecting them to be forthcoming with, in, with with info that we really want.
0: <laughs> Honestly, I, I kind of expect it to be a little more quiet on their end. After that, they're trying to I, fucking so calm people have, down.
2: We have, we have to go back to not giving a shit. That's what we need to do. We didn't care until this guy. Now we're all we're all dialed in way too much. And look at the horror it's wrought. Shouldn't even be talking about this. We <laughs> should be talking about this. here's the yeah. next question.
1: <laughs> Let's go. All right, what is the best starter Pokemon? Bl- Blastoise blast place. all right perfect uh, I, answer i'm sorry
2: squirtle i'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, i was, but, uh, I was uh, gonna, gonna make fun of you
1: but i decided <laughs> not my bad i'm
2: sorry 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 i i went right to what my my lineup always ends up being at the end I, I even though i'm like oh i'm gonna start the game and i'm gonna do it differently this time i never do i do yeah I you, you always me.
0: pick your favorites yeah, and you just it. go with it yeah for I sure i always
2: end up with a very well-rounded high-level team i always have like I got. I always have a, a high water, a high fire, and a high grass, and I usually keep Pikachu because I don't think there's anything wrong with having Pikachu be one of your favorite Pokemon. He is. I know it's stereotypical at this point, but I, I mean, like. He's got so many
0: plushies character. of them. How can you not love them?
2: Exactly. I mean, the the, the, the branding is brilliant, and I fell for it still. I, I oh wear yeah, it. still to this day. Well, if they'd I make mean, better video bad, games, I wear I'd be pretty I'm happy. 31. I wear a Pikachu hat with the strings and their Pokeballs down there. I have three of them. And that's, <laughs> that they're all like, they're all the same hat. Yeah, I'm 31. I've been playing this since the fourth grade and I don't plan on stopping. I'm so stuck in that. I think that's that when eventually I had to pick a lane video game wise and be like, am I an Xbox guy? I was never a PlayStation guy, not because I don't like it but because I never owned one, mm-hmm. but I was like, Am I, am I a, like a Halo guy? Am I a Call of Duty guy? Nope. I am Nintendo guy and that's where I am. And I just, you know, and I'm proud of it. So that's, so I like Starter that badge spoiler. of honor. Yeah, I really, I really do. And, you know, uh, people can be rude to me if they want, you know, real gamers can be mad.
1: Hey, they're they going to have to fight me too, because I'm a huge Nintendo fan as well. So I, I love Nintendo,
0: it. grew up with Pokemon all my life. Still a PlayStation guy because they got some amazing story-based games. That's where kind of my heart lines. I, I don't get a I shit love about that shit. Day. Don't
2: get me wrong. I just like, you know, I've spent my whole 20s on the road. And it's like, mm, I gotta have play. that handheld? So it's like, that's my that was DS time, 3DS time. And then the Switch, I feel like was created... For me, it's, for my <laughs> lifestyle, it's the perfect thing for real. Like it works just as well and just as fun in the van as it does sitting over here on, on my TV. It's the perfect system for me. I can't justify being an Xbox live member. If I'm only home for a hundred years out of the hundred years, hundred days out of the year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, and even when I'm home, I'm working, I can't, I'm not going to sit down and play the four hours of Halo that I would when I was 19, I can't do it anymore. So it's like, I'm going to play my platformers and be happy. And that's it. Uh, that's the lane I'm in. Are you a No More Heroes fan?
0: What is that? God damn it! It's a it's I'm, an amazing also, Nintendo okay. game and that also, no one plays. I'm
2: really out of touch. I'm so sorry. It's <laughs> okay. I'm so
0: old. No man, you're good. You're good. But tell me what it is, please. Make me. Uh, know. Basically, think of like this super uh, like otaku weird nerdy dude that has a lightsaber that kills people as an assassin. It's great. fucking nuts. Check it out. Since you know you're on the road all the time, you guys have something a button masher to play. It's fucking great.
2: Highly recommend it. Love, we love a nice button masher. Man. That's you're fun. not gonna I love, find better I love than no one. Nice I love a nice shoot-em-up I love a button masher. I love a a fighting I love a platformer I'm in there I love FPSs too I just don't I just can't I don't have time To sit down Fortnite Was a fucking godsend For me and my band Because it's free It's on the Switch We all play it together When we get to like a plate Like that's what Most of the studio For this record was was Playing Fortnite Because we would be done (laughs) And we would be we would get together and like, there's a, a room in the studio. We would all stay in the, in the bunks. And so there's a TV, we have our switches on and that took me back to fucking land parties, playing Halo and Halo two specifically. Mm-hmm. And like, just, all, that was like the, some of the best times of my life and getting together and playing a shooter with my friends is like the fucking best. So like, I, I love the switch and I don't, care how lame it makes me i'm bumping i think the
1: switch is one of the coolest consoles
2: yeah i yeah well yeah some of us have the switch uh ricky likes to play it on his ipad incredible i'm like i I cannot believe he's playing with us on an ipad but he's he's good at it i can't believe it he's sitting there like this like holding it and i don't i don't get it but sure yeah whatever works
0: all right what is your favorite or the best hairband the best hairband
2: the best best hairband Oh man, this is such a question for Peter Because he loves we, we listen to that shit all the time I want you, I implore you right now Before I go any further I need you to look up a band called Stars S-T-A-R-Z um, And what's the, what's the name of What's Peter's band What's his dad's band's name Oh my god Let's start with Stars Peter's dad is our drummer He he is a A, a hairband band legend like he knows all of these people what is joel fricks's fucking name oh my god i'm texting them right now i have to what the (laughs) fuck is it what is the band's name what is peter's dad's band's name i'm blanking
0: all right i added detroit girls to my list
2: (laughs) i'm blanking and i hate myself um stars and Vixen. That's it. Oh, Vixen. That
0: sounds familiar. Thank
2: you. Thank you. So Peter's dad, uh, is like, he played bass in hair metal bands his whole life and still does. They've still play shows on long islands, like sell out big venues. Like it's, it's incredible. So, um, th- they love, we listen to a lot of poison, um, they love. I, I don't think Thin Lizzy counts as a hair metal band, but they love Thin Lizzy. Um, the, the lot. Of, I mean, all of them. They all show up. Warren shows up. Fucking. Oh, in the studio while we were listening to that record, we watched the Motley Crue fucking movie. Oh. That was awesome. Yeah, it was so bad, but it was awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it was horrible, but like great. Was, MGK actually stepped it up toward the end. It actually got pretty good. Yeah. It was really ridiculous in the beginning. And then, like, it actually like, enthralled me at the end. I knew the story because I used to watch the behind the music from Motley Cole Oh, all the yeah. Time. Yep. It's a, it's a legendary one. It's probably like the dirtiest one. I think but, so. Like, the classic behind the music. It was like, and I was like 12. So my little boner <laughs> was stoked. It was so. Good. <laughs> What's going on? These guys. Fuck. Like, this is so awesome. I'll go with Molly Crew because they fuck, dude. And Vince Neil is like, Vince Neil is hilarious to watch now. It's the funniest. Dude, thing I, to I watch think I saw series. him
1: in 2009, and uh, I at the time I was 16, and it blew my mind, like how high he was trying to sing still. But he's 30 years past his prime, so it's so funny. It's yeah. so funny. Tommy Lee is very entertaining
2: still. Yeah, I listen to him on podcasts and shit his girlfriend is like, or his wife or whatever. It's like a big podcast, like internet person. And so he appears on my feed a lot. I'm like, yeah, he's He's funny. He's cool. He's got a huge hog.
1: It's (laughs) it's true. (laughs) All right. Our next question is how, or how do you decide on which movie references you want to put in your songs?
2: Um, well, I mean, In this, the ones that make it. Yeah. It's really, I mean, it's kind of communal because we all, again, even is we all have different fandoms that we're all like more or less into, like, I'll be honest with you. uh, Lost was a really big proponent of the last EP we did or two EPs ago. And I'm, it's not that I don't like it. It's just that I'm just, again, I'm just not there. It wasn't something that I like loved while it was like out. So you know, that like Charlie and John, we love lost. And so, uh, there's a, um, a garbage pail kids, uh, sample in one of the songs. And that, that was, you know, it's really, it's really just like, we think of one that we think works. We bring it to the band and we decide if it's, if it's cool or not. Like I I think the, uh, the scrubs one, uh, was, uh, you know, I, I think I did that one and I like, I thought I loved that part of the show. That was my favorite episode of the scrubs is from that that scene in that show and that episode. And so like, we, I mean, we decide communally, nothing ever really gets done unilaterally. So even if we, even if we don't know what it's from, like, you know, even if we're not really sure, like we're not as attached to it as the next band member, but because one band member is we, you know, we get behind it. You know, we try to act as much of it, like a group, I like I'm the singer of Keep Flying, but I don't like it to be necessarily the Henry Mensa show. I don't like yeah. it to be like something. I'm not such a creative head that I'm like, you know, well, that doesn't resonate with me, so how could I possibly put it out as part of my band? Like that's that's not how I work. Yeah. Anymore. There were times in my life when I was like <laughs> that, admittedly, but not anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, it just shows signs of growth. I think you're killing it. Here's a fun one for you. Who would win in a fight? Fred Flintstone or Yogi Bear?
2: you're factoring in a lot of different things because I feel like prehistoric <laughs> people were more ape-like and therefore um you know they're they're uh, a little less uh, they didn't have as many inhibitions as a, as a 21st century man and a bear is a vicious animal they're horrifying now you're looking at Yogi Bear, who's, you know, he's smarter than the average bear, but is he stronger? And so it's, it's really. It was a good a matchup, tough, up, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because, you know, while I don't think any human could match the unbridled strength of a bear, if you look at Yogi Bear and Yogi Bear, Yogi Bear would lose for sure because he's old <laughs> and I think dead now. And so mm-hmm. um, but Yogi Bear, even he does have the brute strength in him, but is he so humanized that is he willing to use it? I don't know. That's that's the question. That's the that's a good one. And Fudd instance, you know, he's like more of a prehistoric man and therefore i think a little stronger naturally and i think he's kind of dumb and the dumb ones pound the hardest so it's like it's it's tough to know i don't know i think i think you know one decent kill stroke from a bear even if it's yogi bear will still knock out fred flintstone i'll go with yogi yogi all right yogi all right, i know man. this is supposed to be quick answers but <laughs> oh no, man just it's really funny you're good. about everything in my life <laughs> And it's annoying to everyone. No, and I just it's... want, and I, I want you to get to know me. So I'm being honest with you. This is this is me.
1: Hey, Completely that's cool, man.
2: Altered. We love this you. <laughs> <about
1: me. laughs> All right, who is your celebrity crush? Uh,
2: again, um, just straight, just need to nail mariah carey has always been mine i I I don't care i don't know if and that that stems that is an answer from a a, an aged person you know what i mean like because throughout the 90s and 2000s like that was just my go-to like that was who i but i don't know if that holds true i mean she's still hot but also now that i'm older like i think about hanging out with them Mm -hmm. and it's like uh, could i we both, we, we, both hate Nick Cannon. So that's a big jump off. Oh, I right. hate Nick Cannon. So, and and you could, you could quote me on that. And Which one's funny. Nick Cannon. Wild and Out. Wild and Out. Give me another he one. Did, he did a song, he did a song called Gigolo with R. Kelly. Oh, that's uh, enough for me. Long ago. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and he, he recently, uh, he, he, he is, he's very, he said some pretty troubling things that I really disagree with. I also think he's not at all funny or entertaining and it's, Mind-boggling uh, to me that he still has a job in in in, in, in entertainment. Okay, as a rapper, otherwise I think he's a shitty rapper. He wasn't funny on Nickelodeon. He tried to diss Eminem. Shut up! Just stop. <laughs> yeah. Stop embarrassing yourself. You're not good. You're not just because you do a million things to make you good at any of them. Nothing. Nothing.
0: Horrible. <laughs> I've never seen someone to. Is this what Interstates I- about? <laughs>
2: It's, yeah, it's about Nick Cannon. I didn't, want to, I didn't want to come out. I didn't want to come out publicly against Nick Cannon in this way. But you guys are such in-depth uh, interviewers, and you really get to the bottom of things. And I, I, I respect that greatly. So thank you. I mean, Nick
0: you can't you can't deny our integral interviewing skills if we're not asking you about. The The verses of Fred Flintstone and Yogi Bear.
2: You you get to the hard-hitting points, Exactly. We're not here to fuck around. If this podcast does not, you know, segue itself into a career in broadcast journalism, I'll be really disappointed.
0: So will we. (laughs) It's our dreams. Um, speaking of which, <laughs> I wish I had a really dumb question for, that. <laughs> um, follow so my
2: n- and rant <laughs>
0: <laughs> if I, so I actually wrote this down because you mentioned it while you were, uh, talking about other things, but you mentioned Lesson Jake a lot. They right. just released their newest record without Vinny, the drummer. Mm. Um, so I'm curious, have you listened to it? And if you had, you haven't,
2: ah, not yet. not yet, but the single is fucking awesome. You like the single? Uh, the um, lie to me I, was is was so good, and that was I was really excited that that came out because uh, you know we were I think it was like summertime, we were you know deep into Corona season here, and like it was just uh, you know it just made me ha- I love when a band that I that I love just puts out an awesome new song.
0: Yeah, less than Jake and, uh, is also like one of my favorite bands of all time. This record was. Interesting because I could definitely tell the the departure of Vinny, but that doesn't mean that I didn't enjoy the record. And for some mm-hmm. reason, the guitars seem like really low in the mix to me. I don't know. That's just like kind of where I'm coming from. It, but I did enjoy the record overall. So I hope mm-hmm. you listen to it. And if you like the single, you'll like the rest of the record. It's a good record. Good. Cool. It's a good I record. A lot of
2: me was fucking great. So
0: oh, it hits every mark for me as well. Uh, I, I, final I, I question though. Earlier,
2: I can't I can't listen to music right now. I I listen to very little music in the past few months because like I just get upset. I just get sad because I, I just feel like I know that we're as musicians, we're trying to adapt to the world we're in now. And I, I respect people doing it. I mean, we're doing a live stream. I mean, I'm,
4: we are, we are doing that.
2: Um, but I, I think because it just, it, it, the whole thing as I knew it is gone and I'm still not adjusting well to it at all. It's, it's, it, devastating on a level that I, I, I haven't even really confronted it I've had I've had no choice but to just put it away otherwise it will stop me in my tracks like I'll just be like music is I feel like music is dead I know it's not I know mm-hmm. I'm being way you know too dramatic in now. how I feel about it but it just makes me sad but oh eventually man. I will put that aside and listen to the Blessing Jake record what's your last question
1: here we go All <laughs> right. so what is a dream that you've had that has never came true
0: this could be funny. Don't take it too seriously. Yeah, no, you
1: can do whatever. I love want.
2: that you got to know me enough to be like, please don't, don't fucking, <laughs> don't, do this. don't do what you're doing. I see the gears turning. Don't do it,
1: please. Um, so, a dream that has that has not come true that I've had. I, uh, like we wrote down a dream that you had as a kid that never came true or has yet to come true.
2: Damn, I, I I've had a you know as, as I get to the end of my life, I I, I realize that. It's <laughs> <a> calm down. <laughs> I, I really, I mean, not much to be honest with you. Um, I, I'm, I'm trying to think of like something that like outlandish that that I used to dream about, but like I don't know. I, I I didn't meet my favorite porn star, but like I walked past her at Disney. That was a good time. You know what I mean? Uh, like that's the same that was, thing. <laughs> I walked right past her. I knew I knew who it was instantly. I recognized the tattoo on her back. Like it
1: was, it was awesome. No better place to see your favorite porn star than Disney. Disneyland, dude. Disneyland. Can like you, you, know, you shout
2: her out, dude? It was so fast. Like, it was like uh, we were, we were the band. Ah, fucking great time! And then I, I like you know the corner of your eye. You, you see someone. Here's the thing. I travel all the time, and if I see somebody some place that I don't expect to see them. I don't really recognize them. So mm-hmm. it's like, if a friend of mine comes to see our band in Iowa or something, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, I don't even notice they're there. I'm like, who, what are you doing here? You know, I don't even rec- register that it's them. So she was not a, a tiny version of herself on my phone. So it, <laughs> took a second, it took me a second to realize what I was looking at. I saw her face and it connected. I'm like, you know, this person. I was like, how do I know this person? I turned around and I saw the tattoo on her back and I was like, no way. So when I got back to my room the next, that night I confirmed and it it, it was was a big moment. So, so because of that and because of the, the, the undeniable success of my bands, I, I feel like I've done all I needed to do here. And so I, you know, I can't really think of any dreams that haven't come true.
1: Oh yeah, no—that's a happy ending I was gonna say, yeah, that answer is like good enough for me, man. That was great. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's one of my favorite stories ever. That's so great. I want. I want. I, I she doesn't tweet. I guess a lot of porn stars don't tweet, and so yeah, I guess you know it makes sense. But like, and this was like 2013. This is before like everybody was tweeting, and mm. so you know, uh, I went on there. I'm like, uh, God, I hope she posted. That she was at Disneyland. Like just, to, <laughs> just just to, to confirm know, it for you, like just know for sure that I was right. I had to have been if I meet her, if I go to like a v n or some shit, I'll be like, Hey, like do you remember going to Disneyland and being like, you walked by what would be the 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 second main character of the movie Moana that would come out like seven <laughs> years later? like do you remember <laughs> that happening, and she'll be like, What, and then I'll be escorted out, and then that'll be the end of it another
0: good story though.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: It's just the part two to everything
2: They owe me, they owe me likeness rights For all of this
0: <laughs> Henry, we uh, Had such a good time We want to give you the time to Promote anything and everything I know you got a live stream coming up You just released a new record yep. What else is going on?
2: Um, I mean, that those are the biggies My band is called Keep Flying We have an EP out called Survival It's out on vinyl at smartpunkshop.com it's streaming at all the places that you can stream, including TikTok. I don't think you can stream music, but you could you could dance to it in a video if you want. And um, it's uh, it was really fun talking to you guys.
1: back we're back look at that or listen to this ha you guys
0: stick around this long did you i hope you guys did because if you did you get to know that um we had a really fun time. We, did. we had a blast. <laughs> yeah, he was such a fucking cool dude. He was very energetic. Yes. Um, very good at explaining his points. Yes. Um, I have so Roper. I want you to talk a little bit more. What do you? What are your thoughts?
1: Dude, I thought it. I. It's a great conversation. He's so insightful. Like, he is insightful. Like I. Th- I'm still kind of reeling off of it. Just the answers that we got weren't what I was necessarily expecting. And the Mm -hmm. ways that we went in the interview wasn't the way that I was expecting. I was, you know, some of these podcasts go standard. Uh, I mean, we obviously did ask him like stories behind the songs, but with, we got, I, I got more feedback than I thought we would, which I appreciate. we walked in with
0: two questions per song. Yeah. Trying to keep it short. Um, and as I'm happy that it wasn't short, oh, I'm so happy that it was, um, but it just shocks me to see how much information we can get from such a little, uh, question. Yeah.
1: And I, I think in the future, if we do these track by track things, just let them explain. Yeah. Or like letting them explain has been the best way to get more knowledge out of them and more insight behind what they were thinking. For sure. So, yeah, Henry was awesome.
0: Henry's a good dude. I'm really happy Friggin that sweet. we got to talk with him. But uh let's get on to the up and coming band let's of the week. Let's do it. Do you guys have a small up and coming band that has a song you'd like to share with our listeners? If so, we would be happy to listen and promote you free of charge if we like what we hear in that right roper.
1: Yes. And most times we do like what we hear.
0: We do. We're not, we're not hard judges of oh, no. music. We like music. Um, so anyway, go ahead, send us a song. Uh, to our email at ppespodcast at gmail.com. I feel like we've literally never received a song this way. No. <laughs> but I'm going to keep doing it. podcast at gmail.com. Or if you want... You can just message us on our Instagram, which it seems like to be the more likely one, Facebook, yeah. Twitter, all those fun things, with an audio file of your song, a small bio of your band, and the story behind your song. And this week, we have the band Stomping Ground. Stomping. Ooh, their bio from New York to Oregon. Uh 2791 miles away. That's not how you say that. <laughs> 2791 miles away. Stomping grounds was formed. Chase Roddy, punk rock mastermind, multi-instrumental producer, joins Tony Gambino, inner national touring frontman formerly blessed by A Broken Heart, which I need to check those
1: guys out. Oh, Blessed by a Broken Heart was one of my favorite bands in high school. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. And you got some connections here, wow. my man. Um, in full pursuit of a long uh, or a
0: lifelong dream to start a punk band, their music brings back the nostalgic vibes of the early pop punk scene with an edge proving that this genre is not dead. It reminds me of that movie God's Not Dead.
3: God's Not Dead. He's not dead.
0: I'm not religious but (laughs) that song could be a bop if you're drunk. Um, Song story. (laughs) Once in a lifetime is a story about chasing your dreams and leaving the comforts of your current life behind while not forgetting about where you came from. We are hoping everyone can relate to these lyrics and go after the dream, maybe they were discouraged from chasing. We wrote this song to encourage others, but also encourage ourselves as we, as we pursue. This once in a lifetime dream To have a successful band For us, music and being in a band Is our passion And you better believe this will, or You better believe we will try our hardest To make this dream happen uh, We hope our fans will do the same So uh, that's a little bit of a tearjerker right there yeah. I love every second of what he wrote um, Let's hit us with the song Let's hear it
4: The next left is the de sac And nowadays I drive straight past Cause I choice to turn my back on
1: Cooper. What a fucking bop that is. Yeah, you like that one? I love it. I uh, found this guy
0: off... I think I was scrolling through Instagram. Oh, really? And like, it was like a, an ad or something. I don't know. And I was like, I, like, oh, I want to listen to this. Okay. And I was like, that oh, fucking really dug it. Yeah. The hook, uh, you know, some things are once in a lifetime. Yeah. Really always got me. Really liked it. I like the story behind the song. Like there's this line where he's talking about how um, he didn't have a friend's back. And yeah. I... Uh, and he couldn't go down that road. Like he's using this analogy of a road being like like
1: life paths he used to take. I think yeah. that was
0: such a cool way to do it. I mean, you and I grew up in
1: small towns. Yeah. So I think Driving around was like a majority of like hangout. Yeah. For us. So
0: yeah, it's a it's a relatable song. We really yeah. dig it. We hope everyone that listens to the podcast also really likes it. Yeah. Um but anything else you gotta say on the song I mean, Rope Dog?
1: Just I I couldn't believe that this guy was from Blessed by a Broken Heart. I think I listened to like one of their albums on repeat when I was like a sophomore freshman or sophomore in high school. It's a lot different, mm-hmm. but I mean Can you is, tell? Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, if you listen to the record that I'm thinking of, I can't think of what it's called off the top of my head, but just completely different. Interesting. But I mean, this is this is awesome. This is honestly a throwback too. Mm-hmm. Like it sounds like shit that I listened to, getting into pop punk and yeah yeah same. It's got that I, nostalgic feel. Yeah, it's I can't not wait. like
0: anything brand new, but it's like it's taking not that it's not like good. It's taking what worked in the past
1: and like uh, evolving it. Yeah. in a way. Yeah, I think it's great. I can't wait to hear more from these guys. Yeah, me too. Me too. All right, let's move on to the very end, Roper. All right. If you guys want to reach out to us about anything and everything, pop punk emo supremo, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and also YouTube, if you want to see our interviews over again at PPES Podcast. That is PPES Pop
0: Podcast. Very nice Thank you Very nice um, Alright we're at the fucking end of the episode We are We Thanks, did it everyone for listening Thank you uh, We're very happy to have You know people Constantly listening to our stuff Yes um, We're trying to evolve And make the show better More yep. consumable We're trying to interact with you more On social media um. So, prepare yourselves. After I think I really feel like this. Ap- after episode ten, we're gonna have a good fucking. I believe so. Yeah, we're gonna like we're gonna have it fucking set in stone. We're gonna be doing a lot better, hopefully. Yep. Yep. Um. Twenty twenty one. You know, new year, new pop Funk emo supremo podcast. Yeah. Except, but the same. All the it's good the parts. Just uh, more updates on Hunter's diet too. <laughs> I fucking saw you did that and I was like mad and laughing at the same time. (laughs) I was like, whatever. Um, Just so everyone knows, I haven't weighed myself, but I feel lighter. Yeah. I feel like I can jump a little higher now. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Thanks, rope dog. All right, let's fucking end this. See ya. Later, skaters.